Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, honey. So I know that we talk often about the gold standard here at Tuttle Twins and money and inflation and value and fiat and currency and all of that. But I was reading about something happening in Nigeria called demonetization. Are you familiar with this term? It was new no. to me. No, but if I may break down yes. the word. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I was hoping uh, for an offer. <laughs> always, always. So monetization, well, we can look at M-O-N and E. What is that? Money. It has to do with money, right? So it's going to have to do with mm-hmm. currency of some sort. And D is usually like the opposite of. So I'm trying to think of another word with what can I think of something? The, uh, well, de-escalate. If you're going to escalate a situation, what you're going to bring it up. If you're going to de-escalate it, you're going to bring it down. So it's going to do the opposite. So mm-hmm. if you're going to monetize something, which monetize means like finding a way to earn money from it. If you're going to demonetize something, that would to me say you're going to not get money or lose money from doing something. So that's my, that's my guess. Yeah, well, it was an excellent guess. It was actually a good guess. It was right. Uh, it was, except I would maybe say that um, D could be kind of the reverse of. So if we say demonetization would be kind of to undo uh, something having value. So um, it's like to undo the conversion of money or take away money from something. So um, here's an example. So it's a slightly different example, but in today's world, I feel as though the term monetization or demonetization is pretty popular in the blogging world or in the online social influence world. So I used to blog, fun fact, and for a while I was actually making a little bit of money blogging. And so monetization would mean that you were able to use your blog or social media channel to make money by having things like ads on it. So to blogs or to online social media presence, if you are monetizing, then it means you are turning your the value of your blog or your words into money. So demonetization would mean then if your social media post or your blog is no longer making money, or if you wrote a post about something and it was bringing in money, now it is no longer bringing in money, you would call that demonetization. So... This is a quick little, in case anyone was interested in it, but so there's a bunch of demonetization going on in the world and especially in a place called Nigeria. And uh, I want to talk about it, but as kind of a segue in, I know that we have a lot of listeners and uh, Tuttle Twins readers and Tuttle Twins TV show watchers who might be familiar with what happened to money and inflation in Zimbabwe in the mid to late 2000s. Brittany, are you familiar with the hyperinflation that happened in Zimbabwe? Yes, yes. And I think Connor said he even has one of the, I can't remember what the money is called, Mm -hmm. what their currency is called. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, please tell me the story. I love hearing it. I don't love hearing it. (laughs) So basically, it's just a great example. I mean, a poor example is a bad situation of major hyperinflation where the government was printing so much money that the value, I believe that was the Zimbabwe dollars, actually, I think that's what it was called. Um, but the value of the Zimbabwe dollar just crashed. And so there, there were um, bills being printed that were things like, you know, trillion dollars and on a, on a Zimbabwe dollar bill. So it was just pretty crazy. But 
An interesting story is, so once upon a time, I used to work in reality TV. I may have alluded to that at some point. But so in 2004, I was working on Richard Branson's reality show. He had a reality show and I was working on it. So Richard Branson (laughs) is the guy who owns like Virgin Airlines and he used to own a big record store. He's very, I've actually, we did an episode about him once because he's one of my favorite entrepreneurs. Yeah. Have I ever told you that I worked on that reality show? No, that's so cool. That could be a whole bunch of episodes probably, but it was a really fascinating experience in my life. And yes, I got to meet Richard Branson and I've been to a few of his residences anyways. Um, so one of the many places that we traveled to was Zimbabwe. Now, when we arrived, many of us on crew, we all converted some of our money into the Zimbabwe dollar because we were getting used to every time we went to a new company, uh, country, we would, you know, transfer our money to whatever the local currency was. And so when we got there, uh, now I can't remember the conversion rate at that time, but this was 2004. And so the hyperinflation had already started, but it didn't quite get to the place that it got to a few years later when everything really crashed. But even still, uh, I remember all of us crew that were cashing in our, you know, U.S. dollars for Zimbabwe dollars were kind of laughing about how many Zimbabwe dollars we were able to get at the time. And so somewhere I have some Zimbabwe dollars currency somewhere. I have to look for it. I don't think I have any of the crazy high uh, currencies that Connor may have, but still. So uh, the Zimbabwe dollar became crazy, hyperinflated. And in hopes of stabilizing the economy, the Zimbabwe government, they tried a few different solutions. Um, Namely, what they did, or one of the biggest things they did, is they switched to using foreign currency. So they stopped using the Zimbabwe dollar and they switched over to the U.S. dollar was not the only currency that they used, but it ended up becoming one of the most popular currencies to use. So over in Zimbabwe, they were using U.S. money in order to trade. Um, this helped for a while to kind of stabilize a little bit as Zimbabwe was moving away from their extremely hyperinflated Zimbabwe dollars. And then in 2015, uh, Zimbabwe decided that they want to demonetize the Zimbabwe dollar. And so what they did is they said, you know, no one's really using the Zimbabwe dollar anymore. We're not going to use it. So we're going to make it non-legitimate currency. And if you still have any of those, it's going to be worthless at this point. So come bring it in and we'll exchange it. So that's what they call demonetized. So on the day that they demonetized it, everyone who had any Zimbabwe dollars left, it was literally just worth paper, not worth anything. So that thing Connor, that one Connor has, not worth anything right now. That so, is nuts. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, The reason I wanted to explain Zimbabwe is because I think a lot of our listeners and readers are familiar with Zimbabwe, but right now there's something going on in Nigeria about demonetization, but it is a little bit different because, so in Zimbabwe, that was over a process of, you know, a a good decade where its citizens started using different currencies. So when the Zimbabwe dollar did become demonetized, it wasn't really a big deal because a lot of people had already switched over. Well, that's not what happened in Nigeria. So in Nigeria, uh, it was October, uh, no, October, December of 2022. So not that long ago, um, the government announced that they were going to demonetize or get rid of the higher level bills. So I'm thinking this is like 20s and above. It's any of the higher level denominations. They were going to no longer be worth anything and that everyone who had these larger bills had to go and trade them in at the bank for this new currency that they were printing out. Now, Nigeria is apparently a largely caste 
cash-based economy, meaning that most people do not store their money in a bank. They do not have debit cards. They do not do online banking. They buy stuff with cash. They just use their hard currency. Now, of course, with this hard currency, it's much more difficult for the government to track any transactions. Uh, so, of course, it would behoove, and that means it would be to the benefit of the government to get people off of the cash-based system and get them onto digital-based system. So for them to switch everything up is a way of kind of forcing the hand of Nigerians to choose a digital banking system instead, again, because the government can track it more. But because they only gave the Nigerians two months they told them in February now is when they need to have all of their larger bills switched out. And because there was not enough bills printed to be able to make up for all the bills they're wanting to turn in. Now the Nigerians are in this horrible place where they are, they're, they're strapped for cash. Like they don't have money because their money that they have is now being deemed worthless, but the government is not able to give them money to replace it so that they have money. So it just, it just takes away all their value. I mean, it's a really crazy situation. So um, apparently something similar happened in India like this too, where one night the Indian government, it was in 2016, they said, these, these bills no longer have any value to them. You have two months to come and swap them. But what's crazy in India is they said that night, they said, and as of right now, if you have any bills in these higher denominations, they have no value. Uh, and so that was kind of crazy because people were like suddenly left without having any money Ugh, at imagine. all. Yeah. Anyways, it's just, it's an interesting thing happening in the world. But whenever I hear about stories like this, um, it makes me think a lot about, of course, the, you know, what our money, right? What a value does it have? Um, what would happen if our government suddenly decided that all of our bills were, were worthless, um, what would happen? I don't know. Have you or Brittany thought about this or am I just like the worst case scenario no, person? Yeah, because I think that's why I was an earlier adopter of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that was why, you know, you saw it was happening in Greece and all these places. And to me, it was like, we need to have a backup plan in case this happens. And that is why I was so drawn to Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think yeah we, I think all people that are skeptical of government intervention and money and all that, I think we've all probably thought about it a little bit. Yeah, I admit I... This probably won't happen, but I kind of wish we could go back to some kind of just better trade bartering system. I know there's a lot of, say, Facebook groups, which are near buy, sell, or yes. buy, buy nothing groups, which are, I love those because they're community-based and it's very much a, hey, what does someone need? I have this, or even groups that are based on trade. I think it would be really cool if we went back to a society where we did, obviously we couldn't get rid of money completely because they do provide um, like a symbol of the of value and they're, they're easier to carry around. Um, like, you know, cash is easier to carry around, but I do wish that we were, we went back to more of a trade-based society. I think that would be, give us a lot more freedom, but anyways. I even <laughs> sometimes criminalize that. So yeah. It's so. Oh, go on. <laughs> we had a, we had a, <laughs> I was saying, yes, I know it's crazy. Uh, basically everything that we try to do to, you know, take control of our own finances, the government tries to find a way to, uh, take control back and it's annoying that's what they do best yeah. all right guys well we will leave it there as always don't forget to like and subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and until next time we will talk to you soon all right see you soon
You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.